So first and foremost, I want to give a hearty congratulations out to John Bannister, his wife, their family. They just welcomed into their world a few weeks ago their beautiful daughter, Zoe. John's actually the guest on this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. We filmed a few with him before. This is actually the very first episode that we filmed. We have a lot of fun banter. I watched this back. I laughed a lot on this episode. So if my laugh annoys you, don't watch this episode. Um, but we had a lot of fun. And of course, throughout the entire episode, we enjoyed the episode, but we did get into some very, very intense uh, subjects when it comes to the will of God, serving an angry God, being fearful of God, and what happens in a, in, in a romantic relationship before marriage, after marriage, how that's defined by the IFB, what they're okay with and what they're not. So if these are subjects that interest you or intrigue you, you will definitely miss out if you don't at least check out the last half of this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. As always, thanks for your support. Look forward to your feedback and enjoy this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast with my good friend, John Bannister. My name's Stuart. This is my great friend, John, and this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Cheers. <clears throat> now, as you may notice, we have a new angle and have a new little kind of setup here. Um, I don't know in what order all these podcasts are going to come out, but I do have a few mixed up in our new location. I don't, I don't think I have any left from the previous location. Uh, no, I do. I have a couple left uh, with John Keister, <laughs> nice. but I don't know. This may come out before or after those. I don't know, but um, uh, I just want to let you guys know this is the new location. We're playing out. Uh, some different scenarios. I did uh, a few with my friend Becca uh, sitting on the couch. This, again, maybe before or after those, so I probably shouldn't be saying that, but fuck it. Um, it's not your mother's it's, podcast. It's not your mother's fucking podcast. So um, I'm super excited to have John with me. Uh, I've known John... I've known John since 2005. 2005, yeah. 2005. 2005. And now it's 2018, and that's 13 years. 13 years. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, don't talk about that. Like, I'm like, fuck, I'm still 25. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, once you hit 20, you're like, I'm just always 20. Yeah, I'm always 20. And then, like, my wife's like, 30? Now I just forget my yeah. birthday. Like, I just had my birthday a couple of days ago. I don't want to think about it. And she's just like, she's like, uh, I'm like, babe, what, what, how old am I? She had like, she had like 33 candles. I'm oh like, I'm God. not 33. Wait, hang on. She gave me one to grow on. I don't even know what that shit means, you know? Can't be good, though, can it? No. So one thing I need to mention to you guys about John, this is the second time this has ever happened. So what's fun on the podcast is, and I know you've seen a few episodes, thank you for that. Um, because it's so brand new, like almost every episode, there can be a, the first ever or the, the only time because uh, it's so brand new. But yeah, yeah. this is the second time anyone has ever brought their own spirits to the podcast. So thank you for that, John. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and so John brought some, it's delicious, by the way. Hi, and I'm not that drunk yet. I did have one glass prior, but I'm not that drunk. It's from High West. Dist I'm just going to go off, okay, guys? So it is what it is. Yeah, go Usually off, it's, please. It's, it's, Get off for us. <laughs> it's not your mother's podcast. Um, it's not... <laughs> this is going to be a great episode. I'm really excited about this. We can get this guy to laugh this much throughout the whole thing. You guys are going to love it. So this is... God, my neighbors are going to hate this. I'm super loud right now. Fuck it. So... I'm going to get through the name of this whiskey. High West Distillery. How do you say that? Where? Where? Boyer? I don't know. B-O-U-R-Y-E. Boyer. Yeah, sure. Anyway. It's got like a jackrabbit on it. Yeah, it's a 
That is a, no, that's a uh, that's a jackalope, isn't it? It's a fucking yeah, jackalope. jackalope. Look at that, I never noticed that. Alright guys. Uh, where's my camera? Check that out. How cool is that? It's a jackalope. Super cool. Okay, anyway. So it's a jackalope and it is a blend of straight whiskey. Oh, the batch is written on there? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, no, what for the good mean? stuff, they oh. write the batch, you know, like it's a collectible. Huh. Well I should collect it then. Yeah, sure, save the bottle. I mean <laughs> I will. 46% alcohol by volume, and what's cool, what I think is cool, is it's bottled by High West Distillery in Park City, Utah. This guy actually lives in Utah, but correct me if I'm wrong, you've yet to have this whiskey. Yes, I haven't had this one. <laughs> High West, awesome stuff they produce. It's right in my backyard in Park City, which is ironic because it's like Mormonville. It's like taboo, <laughs> even though they made money off of it back in the day, and that's how they financed their church, but well, yeah, shit. it's good stuff. That was, it's really good. It's a great taste, and uh, I know super I, smooth. Yeah, nice. nice I know I don't usually go on and on about the whiskey because it's generally the same thing. I'm a big fan of Jameson Caskmates. Um, I like my all my all my honeys, like whether it's the super cheap Jim Beam or even the the Tennessee honey um, from Jack Daniels. I like whiskey. I enjoy it. So clearly, it's not every podcast, but yeah. anyways, thank you, John, for bringing that. Yeah, I'm no worries. Do one more thing here. And, and good stuff. Oh, man, that wasn't as loud as I thought it would be. Ah, I'm going to try it one more time. Nope, nothing. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's, like... I feel really fancy <laughs> when I open it. All right, so me and John met at the illustrious uh, Hiles Anderson College. The premier. Oh, premier? Is premier. that what it is? <laughs> we were Highlander Premier man. Iglesia Well, Bautista. I wasn't Highlander man. You might have been <laughs> Highlander. <laughs> I think I got I a Highlander shirt one time. Oh, I definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. one that I still wear. Because it matches, hang on, no judgment. The judging eyes, show everyone, John. <laughs> no, I have one that I still wear because it matches a Christmas sweater. I fucking love Christmas. It matches one of my Christmas sweaters. It's a perfect shade of blue. Dude, mine was brown, and it just showed me I was shit. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, this place. Why would you anyway. make a brown shirt? I don't know either, but it was like, I was on the brown team. Like, one year, because like, remember when we like, did this camp. camp? Was it camp? Yeah, it was, it was, they like... called it camp. It was, basically what it was, was eventually everyone realized, oh, this isn't, a year long or a school year long of youth conference. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And so then like, that was well, disappointing. How can, super. How can we make the first week like youth conference? Well, we'll have camp week, so we'll trick you even more. So your parents leave. Yeah, exactly. Like, close the door. Exactly. And they're oh, like, oh. Ah, we got you. Don't recruit so, them on the first day, <laughs> dude. Oh man, my brain is bad. going. Around. I know it is. So the first time, <clears throat> this uh, camp week. Let's let's. Well, camp. I mean, camp week was. Look, if you if you come from our background, and most of you do, and if you don't, <laughs> get ready. But camp week was basically um, a, rec a recreation of what we did growing up. Did youth you go camp, to camps yeah, growing up? Camp, so yeah. youth camp, which is you eat a bunch of really shitty food, whether for competitions or just at the yeah. chow hall, and then, excuse me, and then on top of that. Um, you, you don't get any sleep, which you never did at Hiles Anderson anyways. Yeah, you don't you, get sleep, but it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, but you're playing games, like funky, stupid yeah, yeah. games where most likely you get a concussion of some sort. Yeah, I was going to say, ours yeah, was no, always ridiculous. brutal, too. It yeah, was like, brutal. It was all like, oh, yes, this guy broke his arm. You, yeah, like, exciting. that was a was badge like, of honor. Like, whoa. I'm 14, I didn't come here to break my arm. I paid yeah. money, you pay money. You pay but money you're a man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, tons of money to put, go to camp. Exactly. Jump so, on the blob, right? Yes, Send some launch. Yeah. That was actually pretty cool. That I'm was, about the blob. but I, anyways, <laughs> no, we I'm trying like, to remember, I, I remember, do you remember where you went for camp as a, as a, as a Camp Shatek, I went to Camp Shatek. I don't know where that is, where is it's it? It's in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Um, I only went two years, I wasn't cool enough to go all the time, the but. fuck, man? 
I don't know. I went My family to... wasn't in churches that had camps. Yeah. Good good for you. Like, we went to basketball camp and, like... That's, yeah, but that's like, not... You're not going to break your arm there, so... <laughs> it's not I real. I mean, we went to, like, life schools camp. Little, little no, bitch I'm camp. That's what that is. <laughs> no. I went to Mount Salem Revival Grounds, and that's what? like... What? You went to yeah, the elite, bro. Like, that's like... Yeah, see, he knows. Oh that's like the goodness. legit one. That's where people really Oliver get Reza goes Oh, in, my God, like, yeah, goes dude. to town over there. I actually there. listened to him uh, preach a while back at chapel. I turned on one of the chapel service. Really? Rough, dude. Do you remember when... And I had someone... I had Trenton on and asked him about this. Do you remember when layered t-shirts were a thing? Do you remember like a white t-shirt underneath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to wear them all the okay, time. Okay. I was a rebel, of yeah, course. Yeah, but, yeah. But I remember... Oh, here's, here was an ironic moment for me. I'm sitting in chapel. Uh, an evening chapel, I think, uh, and Oliver raises preaching, and he brings that up like as a point in his sermon to preach against layered T-shirts. That's ridiculous serious. enough. Wow. What's more ridiculous is the kid sitting in front of me is Ollie, also known as Oliver Areza Jr. And guess what Ollie is wearing? He's got the a layered T-shirt. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you can't even get your own son to do Dude. your shit. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you need to get that together. Dude, I'm like having flashbacks right I now. So like. Here's my upbringing, right? Talk to me. Can we go ahead and... Yeah. Look? Okay. Yeah. Well, so let's... Upper... Before we get to that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you go ahead. Before we get to that, no, uh, I do want to talk about that. That, that. That's our next kind of point of uh, point to get into. But what I do want to talk about is, just briefly, when we first met, um, and I don't remember an instance like, hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Stuart. I don't really remember Never. that. But I do I do recall that we were both working at AmeriCall. Yeah, we were working at And America. that was the... Yeah. How long did you... Did you work in the new building, the huge one, or did you work just in the one uh, right by the mall there? Right, right. You get underneath the highway, you go right, and that's it. You're there. That's yeah, the I don't one. even remember a new one or old one, but yeah, okay. you would go down, you would come down Burr Street, yep. you take a right, and then and like a few blocks down, it was on the right. Well, yeah, you go under the highway. It's a little ways because you What's go under. The, yeah, you go that's under the highway. Yeah, no, you go under, there was like, um, I don't know what it was. Okay, yeah, that's fine. It was a small complex, though. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was. It was like a one-level building. Yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's where we were. Highway 30. Yeah, Highway 30. You come down Highway 30, 30, I don't know what you make a ride on, but it's the street right before the mall. I don't know. Where. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah you're so right. It's right there. That's yeah. the one. Mm -hmm. I feel like we weren't far from a McDonald's either, because I ate a lot of McDonald's. No, and I actually do remember the first day that we met. Do you? Yeah, I do. Because, dude, that's like my curse. This guy's like, got a memory. memory. I got, sh I don't got shit going no, on up here. No, so because I was talking, I was talking to you about the prank call that I was doing the mm. other day, right? And was so, that the first time we met? Yeah, because <laughs> you were like sitting, like I was on, because they had the U um, shaped, you know, little cubicles that were yeah. in. Mm -hmm. So I was like on this side, and you were over on this side. And dude, I was calling my buddy Justin Kramer. I don't know if you're ever gonna watch this, but. He's going to laugh his ass Definitely off if he tagging. does. But anyway, I was like prank calling him back in the day. And then you heard what I was doing or somehow were enrolled okay. in it. Like okay. I knew Gavin. I knew Robbie Nelson. Okay. Robbie Nelson was in my bus route. Hi, okay, Robbie. Yeah. What's Love up, you, Robbie? Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so Robbie um, somehow hooked me up a ride, I think, with Gavin one night. Okay. And, of course, you were connected with Gavin. For sure. I didn't know anybody there. Well, we I were roommates. Like, I'd known Gavin before college, but we were roommates in college. So, oh, okay. I got I got you. Riding so, with it really him. helped. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I rode with him, um, like, a couple of times. That's how he knew Gavin. But, anyway, so I was doing this whole prank call thing with my buddy Justin Kramer. Ended up getting my, the police call on me. Long story short, <laughs> you were laughing your ass off. Like I am now. <laughs> and that's how you got involved. That's and that's awesome. how we met. That's terrific. And then, of course, I learned of the Anchorman and then all that stuff. Oh, unraveling. my And I God. used to teach you about the Anchorman. Dude, so that's where I it all forgot. Started. Yeah, so that's where it all happened. Did I have a CD? It blossomed. 
Did I have this CD? I think you did. I think that's why I asked. I was like, wait, what's this? Like, Storm the Enderman. I think I even pissed you off one time. I'm sure like, you did. I was like... I was super self-conscious about that shit. All right, so we have to... This is... this. Okay, we have to get into this, because this is my podcast, and so you guys have to know this terrible thing about my history. So we should was, play it. Oh, fuck, no. There's a reason. Dude, I'm sorry. Are, no, don't be. This is... Oh, hang on, I got several stories about this. So the... Pre-tour? Like, oh, pre-tour, yeah. Was, yeah, I was a baby. This was so. This was gospel uncut version. Dude, I have completely blocked this from my memory. This is fucking amazing. So it was, I was the lead singer, and then... You're gonna be alright? I'm just, I'm reliving the moment. I'm, re- and I'm remembering I'm, I'm now. I'm calm now. I'm remembering now being very much pissed at you. You were so I'm angry. I think you hated pissed. my guts. You probably went and told Gavin. You're I'm like, sure I don't like that cop. Don't guy do this ever again. He's an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I wouldn't have said asshole as a freshman, but. Yeah, I know. Holy years. Super holy. Like, yeah. So, so when I was. I just can't even. <laughs> so when I was going to church in Missouri. <laughs> when I was going to church in Missouri, my my dad was uh, the school principal, so I ended up in his office a lot. Nice. And yeah, and, and pastor's I'm, kid. Yeah, we're the ah. worst. We're the worst. I was just, just talking to someone today, and they were like, I said something to her like, PKs are the worst, and she was like, Wait, aren't you a PK? Yeah. How do you think I fucking know we're the worst? I'm one. Every Anyways. pastor says. That it's okay because there's lots of pressure on you guys. <laughs> we put so much pressure on you to, to live by the same rules I have to, exactly. motherfucker. <laughs> That's a great point. It's the same fucking rules. But Fuck my you. parents made me follow right, them. Right, right. Yeah, my parents like, yeah. Because God's going to like strike me down with yeah, lightning Yeah, well, you're fucked. You're not whatever. a pastor's kid. Fuck. You don't have special intention. <laughs> you don't have the members only jacket, dude. So, okay. So, I was a senior in high school. We started a men's quartet. It was me, the lead singer. John Harden was the bass. Um, uh, Dave Parshall was the tenor. Great tenor voice, by the way. And then um, Sean Leggins was the baritone. And we would sing like some inspiration songs and shit like that. And we <laughs> decided, I decided, that was all me. The, damn, the title of the group was me. That was my title. Really? Yes. That's why yes. you were so sensitive. That's why I was super pissed about it. Oh, dude, so you're was... such an anchor right there. You're like anchor man. <laughs> I'm the anchor man. Come see how you're good I look. You're the anchor man of anchor I was, I was that. I, hey, hang on. I was the anchor man before it was cool. Yeah, you were. Like, dude, totally. You got robbed. You can sue. Fucking Will robbed Burgundy. Like, this hell? guy. So, so we, so, so, so we recorded, I recorded a CD in the basement of the church, of course. Yeah, and of you course. can actually hear the fluorescent lights in the recording. Like, yeah, like I told him during the recording. I told John, I was like, John, because he worked really hard to make it happen. I got to give him that. Like, he yeah, especially it, on he, the label, it was like printed <laughs> off. <laughs> he worked hard on that, damn it. No, we we. All no, right, he no, rented, I get he it. Went, like, Fuck I get you. It. Still to this day, <laughs> asshole. So. So, so. By the you, way, I have no personality for those of you that nothing, nothing, no sarcasm, zero Fuck. wit. Anyway, all right. So we haven't even had that much to drink yet. No. So, but John did like he rented all the equipment and everything. Is all I'm trying to say. So uh, we recorded, he mixed it, and um, we had the. I want because there's a big there's a big um, in St. Louis there's a big anchor statue kind of thing, and I thought oh, it would be cool to take a picture on that. 
Um, and uh, we did it. We just took a picture at the pulpit. <laughs> Super dorky. I'll never forget. And that's the picture. Picture paper? Yeah, exactly. It was. Dude, it's like burned in my brain. I know. Now just because I pissed you off so bad, I think. <laughs> so, uh, the, for me, what was the really telling thing was... You remember the approval process. So if you have a music to CD music, I or a about tape, that. Yeah. probably still back. Which I had tapes. none of that because, yeah. like, I didn't want to like skirt anything. Right. But yeah. Exactly. No, that's good. So I brought in. So the process of Hal's Anderson. I don't think I've covered this on the podcast before. Was I forgot about that? Oh, excuse me. If you have a um, DVD, a tape, whatever, you have to bring it to underwear. Thongs. Underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Thongs. Just get them Let's checked. Get tried on. out. Yeah. Just throw it. I'll take it all down. Your whole fucking wardrobe. No, but any music you had, you had to bring it down. And, and like, technically, I'm sure they didn't listen to all of them, but technically, they were supposed to listen to the CD all the way through. Yeah, make, make sure, sure it was so okay with Jesus, because they're on the Which same level. I don't level. know how that worked, because, like... How could you listen to all that music? Well, There's besides no that, way. like, there was drums, like, Southern Gospel. Like, what was Southern Gospel? Like, mm. that was, like, taboo there. Well, it's taboo, but it's funny because the McCurdy's sang all Southern Gospel songs. Well, they had to rip them all gonna, off. Are you going to tell me that Tim and Brandon and Austin never listened to that shit? Oh, yeah. No, no fuck that. They all did. I mean, they had yeah, to rip it off. Yeah, but we weren't allowed they... to. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not Sorry. bitter about that. So, so I... Well, you were really into music. Like, I was, dude, yeah, yeah. You were. Well, I was raised it. on it. So... Irish man or something like that. What is the... No, Irish tenor? How does this... Go to Irish tenor. Here's the thing. This is what you guys <laughs> need to know. Me and this guy have been hanging out for the last two days. He didn't bring up any of this shit. And now all of a sudden he's ambushing my ass. No, I can't believe you remember that. No, that's I remember. A, that's 100% the Irish tenors. Like well, you had dramatic if things we, happen to you. If, you could, if I could get your fucking memory. <laughs> Jesus. Irish Anyways. Right, yeah, Irish tenors right. 100%. That, that was my jam, dude. Yeah, it was. Oh, I, I you went to like a concert them. while we were at college, though. I went to go see Ernie Haas. Yeah, I went to go see Ernie Haas. Yeah. Bobby Perry went. Sorry, Bob. Bob went... No, because Southern Gospel is okay now in their church. Now it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby, yeah. <laughs> Bobby, Sorry. Went, <laughs> Bobby went before I did, and I actually got him... I paid him, I think. Maybe I didn't, but I remember at least giving him a marker or something. And I have it. It's here somewhere. I have a poster with everyone's signature. Roy Webb, like everyone. Dude, that's like, really cool. Yeah, I thought it was. Anyways, I mean, I grew up on the cathedrals. All right, let's... I wasn't allowed yeah. to, but yeah, I tried. I mean, that was all my dad, but once he yeah. had that... Anyway, Wicked we'll talk about that later. stuff. So... You, in order to get your CDs approved, you had to go down to what office was that? The de fucking demerit so, office. I don't know. No, Discipline no, no. Office. Was that was called? No, was, called? was it? Was Melissa Rhines in charge of it? Or no. I shouldn't have dropped names. Sorry. Not Melissa Rhines. There was no. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Chick. It's just, and it was the name in, sounds similar, but I can't. It was in whose office? What was the guy's name? Well, I think Borsch was next door. Borsch. It was Borsch's office. But it well, was like the approval office. Yeah. It was like where you got your passes and all yeah, that yeah, other yeah. stuff. Where you went because you know it was, it, it was going to be... What is the South Park thing? Like, you're going to have a bad time. Anytime you go to that office, time. you're going to have a bad yeah, time. Yeah, we have a fabulous story about the bad time of yes. John Bannister there. Yes, yes. But, but, but yeah. So, so you would have to submit your shit You had to submit there. your shit. If it got approved, you get an eight. And it had to do it every year. Even yeah. if you got it approved last year. <laughs> it's the same CD. I just love same, more work. I have the same all CD. The... It already had a sticker on it. What happened between last year well, and this year? Well, what happened was is more girls me. got enrolled. They had to pay them $3 an hour <laughs> to be able to prove it. You know what I'm saying? Like, sharing is caring. Like, you did something. The world goes around. Right, right. Okay. They have to have work. I yeah, mean, what else true. do you do around For there? For $3? Security so, officers. Oh, that's so... Oh, so, my yeah. God, dude. Sean Ruck. Yeah. So, oh. you... <laughs> I got him. So I think me and John talked about him, uh, Warden. So you go down. I'm going to finish the story, God damn it. You go down. You get your little ass sticker, and you're good for that that year of that school. Year. I took my Anchorman CD down. 
It did not get approved. What? <laughs> They're like, this isn't allowed. That's why you're so sensitive. You're like, John knows something that I don't. It didn't get approved. That is so that funny. Super dude, that funny was. Things. No, but you should have been. That's like home church shit. I like, know. like, dude, that, like, growing <laughs> up your whole life, wor worshiping old Jack and. Yeah, no. Like, you got you got rejected I was by him, basically. Yeah. yeah, I was very, very upset that that my CD did not. Dude, my CD. That's the worst <laughs> feeling ever. Like you're not a reject, but that's, they rejected yeah, you. Yeah, like, that's the ultimate rejection. Is like not just but like you know what? It could uh, be a compliment. You know yeah, why? Because I because two I Legacy was Five was out dating. there too, right? Like so, like you're like dude. right there. Oh mm. man. Dude, you're it up there amazing. with Legacy 5. I know, it's true. And that's the only way I'm up there oh with them is not getting approved. So I think probably we sang a couple cathedral songs. They're a little too upbeat. And you can't have your voice. I don't know what the right term is. Someone that knows music, correct me. But like, you can't have any sort of like warble or anything. Your, your voice can't move around, so to speak. I got like, you. You can have like Jake Geisler. Can hey, you have falsetto? Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end. You can have falsetto and you can have the ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sounds beautiful. He <laughs> was my tour trainer, dude. It was rough. Yeah. So, anyways, you, there are some things you could have, but I think what we did was we had too much, you know, our voices moved around too much. I didn't like that. So, that's how we met. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you forgot. Dude, I, 100% that's why I forgot. Like, John, you liked me because of the prank, but then when it came back on you, you were like, dude, like, hey, argh! don't be a funny guy at me. <laughs> Stab this kid, but I'm not gonna tell him in front of his face. Yes. You do it for me. He's like, you're bigger. <laughs> so oh. let's talk about um, if you're if you've watched the podcast before, uh, you know about my upbringing. I'll I'll speak to it briefly as John as John uh, speaks to his. But I kind of want to get what I, what I like is um, having different people on the podcast that have different backgrounds, right? Mm -hmm. And so. You know, me and, um, I've had John Warden on before. Me and John Warden have a very similar upbringing, like legit. He didn't go to Mount Salem, but we both went to the same junior camp in Michigan. Gotcha. Um, you know, and we went to the same, I feel like you would, did you go to youth conference? Probably? I went to youth conference, Okay, yeah. so I mean, I saw similar. all you guys standing up on yeah. your chairs. I'm like, what's that weird stuff What the fuck is wrong on? with these guys? What? Those are the family Bibles. Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> Those guys did. So not me yet. I have a family No, Bible. I get it though. But, yeah. but. Yeah, no, I saw you guys, but I was never put, I was okay. never in that group, Fucking right? stupid and crazy. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I wasn't homeschooled. So, <laughs> I wasn't like... <laughs> I went till sixth grade, bro. Fuck Dude, off. I was a reprobate the whole time, so don't get <laughs> good, mad. Good for you. No, I am mad. I wish I was me. Oh. So, I like having someone on the podcast that has a little bit, not a little bit, a lot, a different upbringing. Because yours wasn't so much um, closed-minded and... Um, not that it wasn't at all, but just right. like it was different from ours. So, just maybe... Um, briefly walk me through like what your upbringing was like what were you allowed to do and not allowed to do how did your parents handle you know discipline things like that gotcha so yeah um so i grew up in joliet illinois which is kind of funny because mm -hmm. it's just a suburb of chicago don't throw away yeah which is totally like close to Hiles anderson yeah. first baptist church well because i never really heard about area. it the whole entire time i was really kid, yeah Never heard about it. Um, very active in church. And of course, That's in Joliet, funny. there's like tons of churches. Is there? Now, my grandpa knew about Hiles Anderson, huh. but I never found out until, or First Baptist Church, until I got older and I actually went. Gotcha. For like Which, a youth conference or something? Was that um, your introduction? No, or? when I went to college. Oh, okay, um, okay. He was actually very upset. Or really? he wasn't upset, but he made comments about Jack Hiles. Ah. Of course, because the bus routes that came into Joliet. Because you got to save the, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, dude, we were all going to church, you know? So, yeah. anyway. 
So I do um, love that aspect of the ministry, like of, of First Baptist. Like it's not, it's so much about numbers, and with so many churches, but with them, so much about numbers, so number driven. I know I'm cutting off your story. No, you're fine. So number driven that like, oh, we already have a church. Okay, well, it's Catholic, right? Well, no, it's a Christian church. Oh, but it's you probably don't believe same. in salvation. No, no, we do. Yeah. Oh, but you should definitely come to our church. What the fuck? It's the same shit. Yeah, fuck no, it, it is. And see, that's the weird, crazy part, like, even when I went to school, because mm-hmm. you guys were the elitist, and right. it was programmed into you that nobody else is like Well, everyone else is wrong. Guys, yeah, everyone right? else is wrong. And um, In some so way, everyone else is wrong. weird, so crazy. Um so but growing anyway, up, sorry. So growing up, mm-hmm. um, I went to Cal- Calvary Baptist Church as a kid. Fabulous church, still to this day. Um, lifelong friends. Um, they preached the gospel. Yeah. Like, that's all, all I really remember. I don't remember all these rules, regulations. Yeah. Of course, I was a kid. I got saved and baptized there. Gotcha. Um, Steve Brady was the pastor. Okay. Um, not Steve Brady. Fabulous Bradbury, guy. Steve Brady. No, not Steve Brady. <laughs> I, I have a good one about Steve Brady. We will, we will talk about that. He's a, He's a dignified division leader anyway but um i wouldn't step on his toes i don't think i would either anyway god has ordained him to be division leader of the world you got i don't know if it comes before or after this podcast but we're gonna get into that and you're gonna love it (laughs) anyway continue side note so um calvary baptist church great church um they loved people um i was i was Born and raised there, I believe. Yeah, I was born and raised there. Lots of friends. Eight years old, moved to northern Wisconsin. Yep. But my experience there in that church was, um, you know, preaching truth, preaching relationship, okay. preaching the Bible. Yeah. And, um, and we loved it there. And um, all the families were well connected. Um, many of my friends still go to that church. I think it's called, like, Gospel wow. Life or... Grace Life Church, something like that. Sorry, something ecumenical and not Baptist. Not necessarily ecumenical, but okay. it is, dude. They totally more community driven and um, that's what gospel driven. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so that was the first eight years of my life, and I can honestly say best memories of my life. Sweet, those first eight years. Good, and um, a very healthy church. And anyway, so we moved to Wisconsin. We vacationed there all okay. the time. So. We went swimming. We did all of the bad things. Did you do mixed swimming? Yeah, mixed swimming. <gasps> I didn't even. Oh, actually, at Calvary, like we would go have pool parties at at friends' houses yeah. and things like that. I never even knew that shit that was, was a bad. Thing. Like, yeah. dude, I I had no thing. And you know what the crazy part is? Mm. No weird thoughts. Of course, I was eight. But mm. come on, like I still had crushes yeah, on my yeah. babysitters sure. and For stuff sure. like that. You know, oh, I still God. had the hormones. Yeah. yeah. But it was never in that environment. Yeah. It was. It would have been weird to talk about because we're family, right? Yeah. And so. Anyway, I so talked we, about that on another podcast where it's just like, and I told someone like, yeah, but no mixed swimming. And he was just like, what does that word mean? What does that mean? Yeah, what and does that mean? I told him, he was like, okay, so like swimming, like no mixed swimming. No, no, no. It's, it's swimming, bro. Like calm the fuck down. Like it doesn't matter. It's so funny you brought that up because yeah. when we moved to Wisconsin and we were talking about camp earlier, yep. they had this huge deal of one church we went to had mixed swimming and the other church didn't. <laughs> And that's when I discovered what that was. That's and I was like, wait, like, what are you talking about? I love it. We're going to get back to the swimming yes, part in a minute yes, because we moved to northern Wisconsin. Yep. And um, my parents, like, my dad had a job up there. That's where we vacationed. That's where we loved it. It gotcha. was gorgeous up there. Um, and so my dad's like, I always want to move up there. So oh, we yeah. ended up packing up, moving up there. There's hardly any churches in Wisconsin. So uh, we were all the way up in Lake Superior. So my parents start shopping around for churches, different things like that. 
And um, um, all the big thing for me, was, or my parents, was they would go to these churches and they didn't have the King James Version oh Bible. Oh my God. You, you, so, sorry to interject. Growing up, was that always a big thing for them? They never preached about it. It was right. just what they knew. Like, like my I parents remember, wouldn't be able to tell, like, the trail of the blood or any right. of that shit. I remember, though, anytime we'd go on vacation, that was just such a, like, a, such a point of contention. Because we had to go to church on vacation, which was fucking, enjoy your vacation. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and I'm not mad at my parents. It's just, it Open was part of those communion. Could you take communion while you're on vacation? Any, that's that's a good question. Wow, this guy went deep. Anyway, Shit. sorry. All sorry. I'm thinking about is a KJV. I'm bro. a provoker. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Li- yeah, Anchorman. Tell me about it. Fuck. Shit. Fuck you. I'm sorry, Stuart. That's that absolutely actually bothered me my whole life. I was like, I was really mad. Dude, mean we kind of aired it now. <laughs> I was like, I was really mean to him. Dude, that is absolutely going in the title of this podcast. No way, it's not. <laughs> John's a fucking asshole slash Anchorman podcast. It was, but dude, like, no joke. Like, that's when I realized, that's awesome. dude, my words actually. Affect people because yeah. I was not trying to be an I'm asshole. Super sensitive, but like dude. I grew I, up an asshole because my dad was a nice guy, but, I, <laughs> but I followed his path. <laughs> I have always been uber sensitive about everything. So so jump in the comments and piss me off. It won't take much. Yay, <laughs> anger man. <laughs> yeah. So fucking that should definitely be like I'm gonna try to figure out the thumbnail. We for are anchor men. <laughs> Like we're holding up the anchor. It's high west. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> so my question to you was, um, not question. I just want to talk about it. So um, I remember going on vacation and that being a big point of contention. Like uh, every church we went, like we would go on vacation, but we had to, if it was Wednesday or Sunday, we had to be in church. Right. And so we'd find a church, and generally in the phone book, as crazy as this is, generally in the phone book or some kind of ad, it would say King James Are you only. Serious? Oh yes. Yeah. See, we oh, never yes. knew that. Like. What it was, was I think that Calvary at the time was KJV, okay. and and my parents, of course, grew up on KJV, mm-hmm. right? And so, when we went to other churches, that was like the first time we were experiencing the yes. other versions. We didn't know that the NIV, like, were Nazis and cut shit right. out that we right. needed to know and all that shit. You know what I mean? Total It Nazi, was just bro. foreign. So Absolutely. So, my parents were like, or my dad mostly, he was yeah. like... Well, this is weird. And I still experience that today, even yeah. with my kids, because we yeah, go to church. Yeah. And um, Vince, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Sorry about all the profanity. Sorry. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, um, where I go to now, they read many different Bibles, yeah. right? Awesome. And so um, for me, even still to this day, I'm like, it's that's not what I know. Right. It's not that it's bad. It's just I memorized all this shit. Right. You're making me relearn new right. stuff. Right. What the like, fuck? fuck? So that was just, that was the point I wanted to make was I remember... Not only it being this 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 um, uh, very tense moment of trying to find a church, like it's Wednesday night, we just got in the hotel, but we got to go to church. So we right. get there, and half the time we get there late, and we felt awkward because we're used to going to church wearing a shirt and tie at least. Um, and so when we get there, we feel awkward because we're in t-shirts or whatever. And then the guy starts preaching, and it's not the right version. We would get up and walk out. And you guys, it was, we were legit. legit. We were legit. As you let fuck. everybody know, even though everybody else didn't even have a clue. Exactly. Why you took a why stand on anything? <laughs> they're like, there goes we the just... anchorman. <laughs> Throw it a bit. So we we uh, that's hilarious. But I do, bro. I remember going to one church, and they we didn't realize until it was too late that it was a Pentecost. Not too late. It was a Pentecostal church, yes. and fuckers started jumping up, speaking in tongues, and we were just like. Holy shit! Like oh, we didn't say shit, but we were out of there, dude. That shit was hilarious. 
Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Your, your upbringing. No, that's great. You guys moved to Wisconsin. Yeah, so we moved to Wisconsin. Okay. And um, there, um, we, we tried out a bunch of different churches. Mm. And of course, we were going to the church in Illinois that was established. Like, yeah. You know, been there for um, a while. It's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, we of course were connected to all the families. Like right. they really were a family. What unit. made you guys move? If you My dad. Yeah. We always vacationed there. It was oh, okay, his okay. dream to live in Wisconsin. Okay, right? gotcha. So just a big fan of cheese or no, no, no. <laughs> hunting, fishing, all yeah. the stuff I don't do now because yeah. fundamentalism ruined it and made me a pussy. Really and it's like totally. oh. <laughs> anyway, macho, fuck that. So now I let my wife do all the killing. <laughs> Your wife is Joe Rogan, is that what you're telling me right now? Uh, my <laughs> wife is Joe Rogan. I mean, I've been there, like, Does with the binoculars. Yeah. I'm like, okay, two clicks down, you know. But I don't kill the animals. The animals have feelings. It. Like, I'm on the mission field over here. I came to Utah to go preach Jesus, babe. So the title of this podcast is going to be Animals Have Feelings and the Anchorman. Yes. It's all this guy. <laughs> No, so anyway, so, so, so my dad would always go fishing. Um, uh, we'd always go up there. He loved the Northwoods, as mm -hmm. it's called, mm -hmm. right? Hence the beard. Actually, oh, I'm nice. going back to the Northwoods for the first time ever. Oh, nice. We're going on a fishing trip, and so yeah. I want my, my man beard. Yeah, but it's not growing very that. fast, but I want it down to here. So Jesus, like, some ZZ Top shit, huh? It's like, it's like no grow till September. Yeah, God bless. <laughs> I hate it. This it bothers it. me. Uh, you can't even see this on the camera. All I can grow is this little bit right here, and then I got tremendous neck beard right here, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah, no, ass. I actually hate it, but I'm in a competition. I'm really competitive. Do anyway, it. do it. So, um, so yeah, like I mean, we went up there all the time. Is it the vacation. Dynasty competition. Like I need to. Know I'm trying to this. get there. Like I'm like, dude. No. So what it is? Yeah, is, I need to know. You you okay. can't leave us hanging. All right. Okay. All right. So, so we're going on a musky fishing trip. Me okay. and my dad, and uh, my future brother-in-law, maybe if he ever pops the question. <laughs> I chase. Anyway, so... I hope none of your people watch this. They're going to burn me to the ground. No, they won't, dude. They, they got me. They know so. me. I hope it's so. It's all right. So, so anyway, so... I'm going to get a call from some attorneys. Uh, we watch your fucking podcast, you asshole. <laughs> all right, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so you're no, going on a fishing trip? No, so anyway, we're going on a fishing trip. It's a great thing. Um, yeah. We'll get to that more um, later as far as the relationship between me and my dad and yeah. religion and Good. all that stuff. Good, um, Because there was really a severing in okay. the things that we enjoyed and we did as a family and the things that my dad had relationships with with us kids. Gotcha. Because it's all about the Lord's work, yes. right? Yes, yes. And so it's like, fuck your relationship it's not about your, with your dad. Yeah, your family like, doesn't matter. It's like, by the wayside. Yeah, go get those 25,000 baptisms. But anyway, so... Um, <laughs> So anyway, we grew up fishing with my dad, hunting with yeah. my dad, like, um, he's very passionate about it. So anyway, he called me up, he's like, hey, like, you know, my mom and dad are back together, which is fabulous, yeah. um, and my brother and sister, they live out there by me too now. Well, that's awesome. And so dude. my dad's like, how about we just, you know, there's a lot of things that were severed, yeah. let's go out and let's, let's go, go fishing like yeah. we used to, right? Hell yeah. And so, um, the uh, dude that's dating my sister right now, um, he likes to fish too, so oh, he's nice. gonna come on the. He's gonna come with us. That's true. So anyway, I got this really crazy idea because I'm watching all this beard shit, which right. I hate facial hair. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, dude, we're going to the Northwoods. Like, let's make a competition. Well, that's this. all. Like, we're gonna grow this grow shit out. out, right? Like, forget no shave November. We're right. gonna go like no half shave the year. 2018. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> 
So anyway, I'm a nerd. So like whenever I take something on, I do all this crazy research. research. Yeah, and I try to do it right. And so um, I got my beard oil, my beard brush, all that yep. shit. You and, and John, are, I don't know when this drops, if me and you and John's drops or if it even happens. But, like, you and John Warden are on the same page right now, dude. Like, dude, no, I totally saw John's beard. I was like, dude. Dude, his beard is good. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No, I'm, like, I'm kind of jealous. But anyway. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to help yeah. me out and be like, yeah, yeah. just like, boys. <laughs> That's yes. going to be fucking tremendous. Yes. I'm going to be sitting over here like, don't look at my shit. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, dude, like, I'm, uh, like. Um, How are you doing in the life? competition? Your dad's got to be killing you, though. No, my dad doesn't know about this shit. Oh. If this goes live, he doesn't even know. That's awesome. So anyway, um, we've been hiding it off of social media. Oh, okay. But the thing is, is I want to be like a lumberjack, mm -hmm. right? So I did all my research, and I found Mod Cabin, which is fabulous. Their gun barrel oil, beard oil? Yeah. Smells like the freaking forest, Oh, dude. that's dope. I'm like, Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a lumberjack. And I don't care if my wife doesn't like Legit, it. Legit, dude. Anyway, I'm going to own this shit. So, and my wife hates facial hair, too. Oh, God. But I knew if my wife hated it, there's no way I'm going to accomplish this goal unless I drag somebody else in because I'm For really sure. competitive. Yeah, yeah. So, I call up my future brother-in-law, oh, Chase. Yeah. I love you. But um, mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, we got to go in together. Hell we're yeah. going to do this thing, and we're going to make a memory so we're not cutting, we're not shaving until yep. the fishing trip, right? So he's like, he's down with it. My sister hates That's me. That's awesome. It's fabulous. We I bet stop, she does. We huh? swap selfies of our pubes on our chin. You know, it's a fabulous adventure. That's terrific. So anyway, where was I at? I have no idea. That's how I ended up in Wisconsin was because okay. we love the lumberjack thing and yes. we want to grow beards and be Good in the woods. Good work on the train of thought there because I yeah. was gone. <laughs> no, we just want to frolic out in the woods with our beards, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so in the process of getting up yeah. there, of course... Our train of thought wasn't fundamentalism, so we weren't like, oh, you gotta find a church, that's why you move. Right. My dad's like, I enjoy this place, Right. let's go there and let's raise a family, okay. right? And so then we went on this journey of finding churches, and I remember my parents being frustrated, and the reason why was because there was no other church like Calvary that we were yeah. at. We were really well connected, um, family, hey, been it, was, a long time. it was great. For like, sure. Dude, still some of the best friends that I have in my life are that's still awesome. at that church, right? So, so we go out on this journey, and we go to all these other churches, and I always remember, because I was just a kid, hearing my parents' conversations, right, where they're like, oh, no, I really like this one for this reason, but, um, you know, there's a King James Bible issue, there was the music, it was a little different. Always something, um, But my parents were never in fundamentalism, so it was different, right? Um, but once again, in northern Wisconsin, they call Wisconsin the graveyard of churches, different things really? like that. Really? So it's all like smaller congregations, <laughs> That's too. That's funny. Not very active. They were all out in the woods frolicking with their beards. <laughs> like, what the hell? That's what beard we all wanted. Yes. Why didn't we just, just beard frolic? do that. Like, urr, Like, motorboat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck. Sorry. Beep. Wow, how do we get there? All right, continue. <laughs> anyway. No. Let's talk about your upbringing, no. John. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Like, just hold up flashcards and say, stop right? now. Fuck off. Just hold up an anchor. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, wow. oh yeah, kid, I pissed off. I'm going go. to see in between these podcasts, because we're filming a couple more episodes. I'm going to go to TJ Maxx and see if I can find an anchor, and that's going to sit right here. Yeah, that means John, shut up. Like, <laughs> okay, it's so like a fucking anyway. crucifix. No, crucifix. holy water. 
Dude, that is that is blasphemous right now. I don't give a fuck. fuck. Jesus is not on the cross. This is a, this is. I a, got another side note for that, but I'm sure you do. Whatever. This is a pretty blasphemous podcast. I'm not sure. If not really, know. like, dude. Well, I better step the, step it up. Then. Maybe maybe it's blasphemous if you're at the IFB. <laughs> yeah, you are. It is for that like, for sure. Everything's blasphemous. It's like don't talk to somebody other than us. <laughs> don't tell them that shit. Yeah, you can't. God that doesn't want to know the secrets. <laughs> It's kind of like Mormonism with the gold plates. Like, where totally. are those gold plates? I don't know, but don't, but don't say it. Until the internet came out. And they're like, like fuck, oh, what do we do fucked. now? How are we going to hide Holy shit. shit. Like, if you ever want to learn Mormon doctrine, South Park is a great place. <laughs> it's a terrific start. Yeah. All yes. right. Anyway. Shut the fuck up and tell me your story. <laughs> so, so your upbringing, you moved to Wisconsin. It was difficult to find a church. Yeah, because, so it was difficult to find a church. Yeah. And the it church was just, home, I should say. And the reason why was just because of the family aspect of it, mm-hmm. really. But I remember my parents going through all these other issues. Yeah. And so then we found a small church. Um, I'll spare the name just because there is some stuff that went on. Um, but anyway, so we got into this church. The guy was a Hiles guy through and through. Sorry right? about that. And so, no, it's all right. <laughs> like, I mean, it was, of course, different than what I was used to because sure. you always know a Hiles guy. Because all they ever do is talk about their bus routes and what happened, yep. and they never preach the Bible. Nope. It's like hilarious. It's like, numbers, dude. It's like, wait, you thought that was a good sermon? Because like nobody else thinks so, except for the people in your group. It's like, really? Like your cronies, your three cronies. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest of us are like, uh, what was a biblical application? Because yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Hiles Anderson, railroad tracks. I'll take the bus kids. What did that have to do with John three sixteen? The railroad tracks. Please for sure. help me. Like, no, really. It's like That's I'll true. take the bus kids. Like, we time. even watched the movie. But anyway, Church with the Heart. Um, yeah, Church yeah, with the Heart. Beautiful. But anyway, beautiful. so I think what happened was what drew my dad into it was there was really good people that were going yeah. there. And genuine people. Um, and I think what happened was my dad popped in at the church before we moved up. And there was like these three ladies just listening to a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. And they were listening to Jack Hiles or something right. like that. Like that was the pastor, yeah. right? And my dad was like so caught off guard, I think, because of their dedication to what he thought was God. Right. Was like, Look at these ladies. Like they're here all by themselves doing this thing. Like it kind of, you know, pulled on his heartstrings for sure yeah and so he's like dude these people are real right and so then when we moved up there then we went up there and um the pastor up there which again i'll save the name Mm -hmm. because there's some drama around that but anyway um good people right like we connected but there was like 10 people there that was weird for us yeah um so what size congregation were you coming from um i don't know 100 200 100 maybe yeah no, but, but that's, I mean, that's 10% it, of what you were used to. Yeah, but You guys just consistent. almost doubled their con- their congregation. Yeah, for sure. And I think the thing, too, like for my dad, too, because of religion, and I don't know if I get in trouble by saying this, but like Not my on this mom. Podcast. No, my, my mom was always very spiritual one, okay. right? And my dad was like. Laws have laws, whatever. My dad didn't like grow up thinking, um, okay, I'm called to be a carpenter for the rest of my life right. deal, right? Right. He was just a carpenter and he was a damn yep. good one at that. Yep. But. Um, and so my mom was completely the opposite of that. And Got so it. I think like going into that small scenario, all of a sudden my dad had influence spiritually, uh, which of course makes the marriage go better and everything else. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Which I went the wrong way. Sorry, mom. But if, if it's wrong, you can just tell me in the comments. <laughs> but anyway, no. Tell so him. even if it's not wrong, tell him it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, um, I mean, 
and and my dad was like going through some stuff and he sure. was growing he got in a bad car accident different things like that so it's like this is the moment that god got a hold of his life mm -hmm. so all of a sudden we went on this totally different journey right going to this church and so the guy spoke of Hiles. I don't know if he was a bus kid or not. He wasn't a college student. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as gung-ho. And so um, anyway, so we went from there. And then the pastor ended up leaving for some crazy reasons. Um, and um, we were sitting there left with just the church, right? And so now my parents want to act like they're like, not act like my parents yeah. genuinely wanted, wanted to, to carry care, on the torch. But they want to take care of the there congregation. There was like a I year dedicated to carrying yeah. on the torch. Yeah, yeah. there was. There was. We will carry I, the torch. We didn't have the song, but like we were it living. It didn't sound like it right now. I'm not gonna lie. Really? <laughs> it's alright, dude. Like, I wasn't You're labeled. Not an Anchorman. I wasn't on a CD. Like no, but but I remember for carrying. Real. The, I do remember carrying the torch. I also remember um, Jack Hiles did a sermon on the on a baton. And do you remember that one? I think it was a pastor school. Like he handed out yeah. batons, yep. and I had already. That's when I was called to preach, actually. Yeah, well, I had already been called, called like four or five times. Yeah. But I was like, God damn it, I want that baton, so I got called just one more time for to the, get the for baton. the baton. Of course, Fuck yeah. What about filling the shoes? Were you there for filling? Huh, it was right after Jack Hiles uh, died. Jack well, Scott was, was talking about oh, his shoes. Oh no, I was in Missouri. Used to fill, but all collectively, <laughs> we could fill those shoes. <laughs> Sounds like my Ray Young interview. Did you really listen to that one? <laughs> yeah, it is, it's great. <laughs> Sorry, tears, Ray. Tears, I used to sign letters with you in college, but tears, we won't talk about that. Well, he talks about all the tears and how they collected all the tears in the vault. Hey, come on, man. Spot your insurance premiums for Jesus. <laughs> dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so much ridiculous oh stuff, Oh, my dude. gosh. So That's many things one. that, so many illustration, illustrations and messages and things that, like, when you look back, you're like, That's not real. Like that shit you were putting on me as a fact? No. There's just Do no way. Do you know that there's actually, there used to be, not a website, but there was actually this DVD or CD program, because the internet was evil where right. I came yeah. from, um, that you could plug in illustrations. And so they would plug oh, in this topic, no shit. and then there'd be this story. And then so the pastor of that it. church... Like, of course, I knew his son, so his son told me about this cool program. If you're ever speaking, you do it. <laughs> the pastor of that church... Told those stories that they were real. Yes, uh, like so his. I remember. Um, so my pastor for a time in Missouri, I won't say his name, but he told a story about being in like a homiletics class or preaching one hundred and one or something. Was it one hundred and one or preaching one two three? I think it's preaching <coughs> one two and three. Yeah, I don't know, two, whatever it was. I don't know. He was. Where's in your sports coat? You can't say that about <laughs> a sports coat. Come on, Alan Dumbly would be ashamed of you. Let me run, grab it. Yeah. So, so, so he. <laughs> come on. I. So he's. He was he was listening to a uh, it was a preaching class right so they had to do like illustrations like get up and right. give, give me a three minute illustration so this guy got up and gave this illustration and it was bomb like he just killed it like the guys in the class were crying it was amazing yeah he sat down and the teacher gets up and goes that is an incredible personal illustration where did you you know when did the, how did that happen he's like oh I made it up he's like you can't do that <laughs> dude. I can't drop his name, okay. but I have a friend. You'll have to after. Yeah, I will after. I have a friend that we were, I forget which class it was. It would have been one of the Englishes, Okay. but he had to turn in a poem. Was it for Phil Pins? Um, I'm not sure, because okay. he was a little bit before my time, okay. but we worked together. Probably Phil. That might Phil give it away. <laughs> but anyway. Wasn't me. Dude, he turned in Aussie lyrics. No shit. And got an A. <laughs> 
I'm it's like, how sheltered those fucking I'm like, these people are delusional. Then maybe it wasn't Phil, because I feel like Phil probably listened to Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Crazy Spencer. Train, my kids love it. Yeah. Like, they're just like, da na 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 Anyway, anyway. So, growing up, I think the, the, the thing I wanted to speak to was the fact that you grew up, you were in church, but it wasn't so much uh, IFB or fundamentalism all through and through your whole life. No, not at all. Okay. It was Wisconsin. And after that, pastor left, because even there, we were fine. And yeah. then what happened was we moved on to pastor after pastor. He spoke of Jack Hiles, so then it was like the qualification. Right, so if he was a Jack Hiles affiliate, then he was yeah. the guy. Yeah, and so then got we got it. sucked into it. And the thing is to, um, not to distract from the issue, mm-hmm. is I think my parents were going through a time where they're like, wow, because they, like we talked about, they yeah. preach culture. Yeah. 1950s culture. And so, 100%. of course, my parents, they're probably like, it's nostalgia. dude, this is what we heard when we were kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, we see how this it slips. Like, yep. preaching sermons about the miniskirt and how that came about yep. and all that yep. twisted yep. stuff. Even though the church we were in before, it was never talked about because it was about your relationship. Uh-huh. So that stuff was never like weird fetishes and right. things like that, right? Right. But now all of a sudden in fundamentalism, it's taboo. So my parents are like, dude, I got two boys. Yep. What am I doing? How am I going to protect like, them from these miniskirts? Yeah, and it's like familiar <laughs> culture. So, dude, my parents, like, as as Gentile right. fundamentalists, right. right, we get saved in fundamentalism. So they. I want to speak to that really quick. Sorry, yeah. you're on one. I wanted to hear the rest of it. But I just want to explain that Gentile kind of concept. Yeah, like yeah. What you're saying is... For me, what I hear when you say that is kind of the outside looking in. Not to subjugate or say that you're anyone's lesser or any... Yeah, no, you guys were different. Jewish. You were the right, real right, deal. Exactly. Like you were God's yeah, people. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's what... <laughs> but that's the point. That's the distinction that needs to be made is like what you're, you're kind of... We're coming from being born, raised, and everything Jack Hiles his way. Right. You're coming from Jack Hiles' new information. Basically. Yeah, new information. And, of and course, really, not just Jack Hiles, the IFB, which in... I am not entirely sure that I'm right because it could be John Rice, it could be someone before Jack Hiles, uh, it could be O.B. Green, it could be a lot of different people, but I right. feel like Jack Hiles was really the one that championed the whole IFB. Oh, movie. he totally spearheaded it because he was, in, he was in Southern Baptist Convention yeah. originally. Yeah, Actually, right, First Baptist Church was different. It was a they Southern, weren't even Southern Baptist. Weren't they? No, they were, they were like, I forget okay. what it was. There was... Um, there was a formal Baptist. They would have wore like tuxedos sure and stuff like that. They weren't. We need to look that up. And I'm not. No, they weren't Southern Baptists because a lot, almost every Southern Baptist church down south is First Baptist Church. Yeah, no, 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 no. They weren't. They were okay. like, I forget what it was. It was it a wasn't missionary. It was a premier one. Okay. Because they used to like be all formal and super stuff. formal. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. used to wear like tuxedos yeah, well, and, that and was stuff Jack like that. House and the Texas was, tornado. Yeah, I'll take the bus kids up, and fuck right? all the rich people. Yes, because he came to the Southern Baptist Convention. There's no way that's all religion, though. What? Because Jack had money. What no? Like what fuck the rich of... people and like I'll take the bus yeah no no, no. it wasn't about Where that, was that but money this this from? is the you thing I mean? yeah, it's, if you follow the line right yeah. and you actually put on your brain yeah so it comes from the Southern Baptist Whoa. Convention <laughs> the Southern Baptist Convention means that you're you, there's an organization that you're accountable to yes okay, okay they okay. didn't preach that they preached yep. local church mm-hmm. right which is spearheaded out of Jack Hiles which is jacked up because I'm sorry but if you treat if you teach the Bible right they're actually even though the Bible talks about the universal church and the harlot and all that stuff yep. that we learn in Bible college, yep. the fact of the matter is, is if you're a Christian, you're my brother in Christ, right? Right. So then why, why are do you, I have a problem? Why is why are you a different brother than that brother? It's almost right. like 
It's like, you're a white brother, yep. that's a black brother, right. that's an Asian brother, and that's a different brother, right. and we're going to war together, and, like, you can't mix it. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. Not that I'm racist, but that's how they segregated <laughs> the issues. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, what happened is, is First Baptist Church was actually a formal church, and the Texas tornado came up, and he was, like, preaching audibly, Southern Baptist, gotcha. right? Yeah. But... We, of course, don't know what went on because we weren't there. Right. But I'm sure the Southern Baptist Convention was kind of like, you need to crack down on your stuff. Right. Which Jack Hiles, of course, prided himself on. And he's like, no, like we need to break away from yeah, this. And we thing. need to spearhead this, right? <laughs> which all these people jump the bandwagon and are fundamentalists. Yeah. And they're like, it's Let's all about fundamentalism. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, you read Trail of the Blood. You look at the King James Bible, how it translated. has nothing to do with IFB. No. That was spearheaded between Jack Hiles and whoever else he knew. Yeah. John R. Rice actually used to be a good buddy of his, which of course caused cr controversies because he wasn't in the IFB circles, actually. Yes, I didn't know. Yeah. That's very and so it kind of split their friendship. Yeah. But Jack would never talk bad about him. Yeah. But yeah, it totally separated well, the Well, I mean, you, you can't. Like, if, if you're, you know, I don't know how if you're Jack Collins, you talk bad about John R. Rice because John R. Rice is a big pillar of the faith. You know what I mean? Oh, Even yeah. If he's pillar not... of the faith, but that's what's jacked up about IFB churches is because. Charles Spurgeon? I'm sorry, but he was an IFB back in the, at all. Back like, in the day, like, if they knew him back in the day, they'd be like, fuck this guy. Like, no, fucking Dude, I love how and... I, I love how Martin Luther, too, is brought up in, like, the posting on the wall and the great escape from the church mm -hmm. and grace. Because it's like, dude, he killed Christians. Like, do you not know your theology? Nope. But it's like, dude, if it's 100 years old, then we just wash it away. Right? Exactly. And it's all, so it's okay. we're going to take that quote. Why? Because it applies. Exactly. And... You just listen, and you don't ask mm -hmm. questions, because if you ask questions, it's a problem, because we know it's a problem, because it's jacked <laughs> up shit, right? You're right. So, so I want to, um, sorry. Yeah, no, listen. So, I want to get into, like, we're kind of jumping around. We have a few things written down that we want to talk about, but I want, I feel like now is a good time to get into, um, God's, what we, our perspective, or what we were taught on God's judgment, and how, and the fear that it brings with it. And how it can how how it tends to control us because this is okay. So I know you have some things to say about, it, and I really want to hear them. This is my little spiel, and then yeah, I'm going to interject on all on everything you have to say, yeah. like I've been doing. Yeah, plus, really I talk too much. It. No, no, fuck no. This is a podcast. That's but all. But I love all of you guys, whether you're IFB or not. Just my, listen. Just listen, guys. <laughs> so my big thing is, and I don't put this on my parents, but um, growing up. And, and being a big part of the IFB. And in fact, I remember a man who's now, um, I won't say his name, but he's now the president of Hiles Anderson College. So that outs into a few of you. Wow, I don't even know who that is. I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay, yeah. um, but he, I remember him uh, relaying to my parents that he was in a meeting with Jack Scott, who's now in a federal penitentiary, and he's just going to come up on every podcast. It's too juicy not to bring him up. So... But him being in a meeting with, with Jack Scott and Jack Scott being very serious and vivid about the fact that our God that we serve is a very angry God. And I don't recall if this person said that he confronted Jack or someone else in the meeting, but they were just kind of like, wait, come again? And he's like, no, our God's a very, very angry God. And right. so that is something that um, I don't want to take a lot of time on, but sometime on just explaining to people um, how that, not just how that works, but how that affects the rest of, you know, your childhood, your upbringing, your whole life, because now you're, you're in a constant place of judgment, yeah. you're in a constant place of fear, yeah. and 
I know there is scripture to, in some ways, maybe misconstrue, but support that. Manipulate. Yeah, manipulate, but support that, you know, that there's an angry God and fearing God. And I've heard, and and I've, as an assistant pastor, as a youth pastor, I found ways to interpret that so that it wasn't God making God so scary. But still, it really irked me that, like, it said, like, the fear of God. And I was like, well, not then, and not for a long time, but more recently, I've just come to the place where I'm like, why, though? Like what is what like I I know why. Well, yeah, you gotta rip why. out the verse. Perfect love casteth out fear. fear. Yeah, because it has torment. Exactly. But, but my thought is, anyway. but my thought is, no, I get it. But my thought is, like I know why, and the why is the manipulation and the getting right, people yeah. to, to pay tithe yeah. and come to church and 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 do everything you want them to do because they're afraid of this angry God. I understand that, but in reality, you're telling me from the cradle to the grave, your whole life. You want to have this person looking over heaven's banister, however you want to put it. Ah, that was good. Looking over... Dude, heaven's banister? <laughs> See, I'm already there, motherfuckers. You're fucking set. Man, but I'm already looking, looking down looking, on Stuart, and I'm like, sing, fucking, brother, sing! Fucking anchorman, motherfucker. Stupid Hiles Anderson rejecting your shit. Fuck. No approved sticker for you. You know what? So <laughs> We'll blame them for your dysfunction that they say you have. Totally. Like, you rejected his it's ass. your fault. All right. So, no, you're good, you're good. So, but my, my whole thought process is why, why would you voluntarily submit to the thought process that your version of God is this super angry person who's just, like fucking Zeus, waiting with some goddamn lightning bolts waiting to strike you down for whatever you did that he didn't like. Right. I just don't see... I don't see, and, and you guys know, you've heard me talk about it before, where I'm at in my life, what I think about, not so much eternity, but God, and, 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 yeah. and how I feel, and honestly, from day to day, it changes. I had someone ask me today, and I was like, you know, I don't know what I believe. Like, I'm not sure, but yeah. what I can tell you is, I don't see, and there'll be plenty of people for the rest of my life that will debate me on this. I get it. And there's a big argument for, like, you know, like, how do you know what's right and wrong if there is no God and there's no absolute right. I understand that argument. I don't give it the time of day these days, but I understand it. What I, All I'm trying to get at is, if there's a God, and I'm not saying there's not, why <laughs> Why is he so angry? Like, right. why? Like, no, is, I totally agree. Yeah, how is that? I, I, don't, I don't see that that's and, and, and he's not, that's what's so funny yeah. to me, is yeah. that, okay, um, so in my life, right, so I grew up without fundamentalism. Right. But I signed up for it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if I want to be a pastor, I want to be the best pastor known to man. Go to boot camp so I'm going to boot camp, baby. <laughs> like, rock on, right? So so I'm going to go to Hiles Anderson. But the fact of the matter is, there's no love there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's all lost. And, and I, I know where you stand. And that's actually a good place to be. Because I, I feel like in, in fundamentalism, yeah. there's so much energy on... Don't question, don't ask, don't tell, even though they're against don't ask and don't tell in the military, (laughs) but who cares, right? Who cares? We're fundamentalism. As long as as you're controlling people out of fear and being Hitler, it's okay. Then you're good. So anyway, so so it's actually a good place to be because I was kind of in that same mindset myself, Mm -hmm. Um, of course, after I went to Hiles Henderson, because there's so much pressure on Knowing the will of God, right? Oh and my if God! You don't yes. know the will of God, then or then you're no, lost. if if you're not if you're not doing the, the right things, yeah. then you're not going to be in the will of God. Yeah. You're going to make fucked up Dude, decisions that was and the, screw your life up. That was absolutely one of the scariest things in my life was the will of God because there were so many 
it was so easily interpreted in any way you wanted it to be interpreted. Oh, like, totally. You could interpret it all different kinds of ways. And so, like, whether it was your marriage, your ministry, whatever it was, it was like, am I in the will of God? And there was a lot of pastors, to their credit, that would tell you, like, you know, if you're doing the right thing. And, and, and if there is a will of God, if that is a thing, I feel like if you're doing what you feel is the right thing and you're not bringing harm to anyone, no, I don't think you can get any closer to it. Yeah. But there was so much mystique and so much scariness and so much fearfulness around it that good lord you were scared to miss it so scared to miss it there's no way you're gonna see it yeah and if you miss it then your your life That's is it, your life's screwed. Over. you might you're as well kill yourself done. yeah and see for me once again from my upbringing yeah. not being in fundamentalism mm -hmm. do we moved around a ton no i wasn't a military brat we moved a ton right and so i went to a ton of different churches yeah the funny thing is, is every church I went to, the will of God was different. It was different, right? I literally, <laughs> like, I knew I was going to Hiles Anderson College since I was 12 years old. Yep. And I went to this church, and I sat in this meeting with God, I right. mean, the pastor, right? right. right? Same shit. He's like, no, you have been planted in this local church. You can't leave. And I'm like, but dude, I was planted in a ton <laughs> of other one. churches. <laughs> so I went wrong a long time ago. I know you're talking to God, and all. you got yes. to, like... Phone call to heaven. That's hilarious. But, like you were planted here. Yeah, I was planted ten other times also. No, dude. It's like, well, what about the church that got saved then when I was right. five, right? The, and that yeah. guy was actually cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. And and so anyway, that's when like when you have that diversity, you're yeah. like, Whoa, this is screwed up. Plus yeah. he would proselyte all these other proselyte is recruiting other people right, from other right, churches, right? right? So he would go speak on the road, and he always bring a new staff member with him. I'm oh like, wait, God. they were planted in that church. What makes you think you're God, right? What's going on, bro? But anyway, I know people are going to be pissed at me. I love it's it whatever. because it's, it's the truth, right? Yep. And, um, and, but and I, I think, um, just getting back to that a little bit, I just feel like if that is, if your vision of God, because, I mean, okay, so so let's, let's go. I'm going to, strangely for me, play what I would call devil's advocate, which in this case is actually the opposite of that. Do it. But my my thought is if this is if, if God is an angry God yeah. and he's just, you know, he's mad about every sin you've ever committed. He's pissed that you nailed his son to the cross. He's mad about all that shit. If that's the case and we're made in his image, we're all gonna be angry as fuck also. Of course. Like, really? Like, yeah, you no, you about, reap what you sow, right? Yeah, and but you look at it and you think about your IFB, not you specifically, but like... You think I'm about not IFB. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying <laughs> IFB friends or even family that you know, and you look at them, and outwardly or in an exterior fashion, you're not seeing super angry people that are laying on their horn and pissed at traffic and all that, but like deep down, there's some deep-seated, legit anger at every other person that's not in the independent fundamental Baptist movement. And as I'm, I'm speaking to them specifically, but I would say any fundamentalist movement that has a God that is angry, that's what right. you're going to find. You're going to yeah, find deep-seated anger because... It they're, just rapes anger. Right. They're, they're looking to please their God, who's very angry, yeah. and they're going to take their anger out on you at some point in some fashion. Of course, yeah. So a good example for that that I just thought about mm -hmm. that we haven't talked about yeah. is when I went to Hiles Anderson... Um, Bus routes, like, that's the elite ministry. Yeah, for sure. Of course, prided by the retards that have been there for 20 years. <laughs> oh, sorry. Can't say, can't say retard anymore. <laughs> look, oh, look, oh what was it? Your your idea has an extra cross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Look at that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not. No, doing I, we it, had to look, anyway. look. If you follow podcasting or stand-up comedy, 
and you know who Tom Segura is, yes. that's what we're that's what we're referencing. If you don't know who Tom Segura is, get your ass on Netflix and watch his special. Perfect it's example. Fucking hilarious. Yes. Anyway, how about if I get my bags, <laughs> and then we come over here and we go go to your house, and then when I come back, I'll pick you up, and then we'll, we'll come back over here. Yeah, that's retarded. retarded. <laughs> Anyway, so... All right, sorry. I'm too drunk to try that routine. It's not even mine. <laughs> no, no, that's, not, that's all right. But, but it's good, because what were we talking about? <laughs> no, it was such a good point. You fucked it up with Segura. I told you. Your love language love... for famous people. Fuck. I love that you just said that. No, it's a good point. The fuck were we talking about? No, you're talking about... Anyway, talk about Donald um, Anderson. The bus ministry is the shit, and it's propagated by by retarded people. Is what <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to get back. Oh to yeah, it. yeah, oh, no, I found am. it. Good work. So it, it's totally the elite ministry, right? <laughs> yes, it is. So sailor so, ministry, everything else is like so eh, then, chaplains. But I, I grew up in the public school. Like my I whole tried, life. It, I tried it. By the way, I tried to, and it's not, it's not any. Awesome. Gotcha. So anyway, I I grew up in the public school, <laughs> and so. So I was in the public school, you know, I went to what they would consider um, liberal churches, right? And then I go to Hiles Anderson, and then I, I'm rubbing shoulders with homeschool kids, which I love them, they're great, but they don't have a real perspective of the world. Like, they don't, they <laughs> can't, right? <laughs> and so here I am out on bus, bus route, right, ministering mm -hmm. to people, and they're sitting there preaching about what they're supposed to wear, how they're supposed to live, they're not supposed to sleep with their boyfriend, and I'm like... Dude, are you effed Fucking up? Because, nuts. like, their mom is 15 when she had them, <laughs> and that's in their culture. Yeah. And you're, like, basically telling them their mom doesn't matter and their life doesn't matter, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm like, dude, We're I'm all so about Jesus, yeah. but introduce them to Jesus Start and let there. him do Show the work. The because I believe, this is just my personal belief, is mm -hmm. we're all on different journeys, and we can all learn stuff Fuck from yeah. different people, yes. but not in fundamentalism. No, there's I'm no listening to this guy yeah. that's like, I don't want to say his name, but he might be a pilot's brother, but okay. anyway, <laughs> so he's kind of short, but he used to sit there and preach and rip to shreds yeah. these kids that, dude... They were abused as a kid. Mm -hmm. They were around drugs when they were kids. Mm -hmm. They were on alcohol. They had to struggle with things that that person never had to struggle right, with. Right. And they're like, "No, you got to live this way." Why? Because they were a robot that were told to live exactly. this way. And even though they're supposed to be the light of the world, they're right. like, "No, we're gonna kick prayer and all this stuff from the public school. Like, we're right. not gonna take a stand. We say the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, right. but we're gonna remove them from the public school and put them in a private school and seclude his ass, right? Exactly. So it's like." How do you do that? Yeah, exactly. How do you do that? How do you limit that? Like, how like are, I, I this is I, I like we want to talk more about the schools and taking yeah, yeah, out no, of that that's fine. for sure. But my thought is like, how do you, how do you not you just anyone say like I have a monopoly on God? Isn't he supposed to be this omnipresent, omniscient being? And I'm not saying he's totally. not. I'm just saying like if he really is all the things you want him to be, but he's just for you. This the here. Okay, here's a good one. It's my God. My God, and that's all, the, and I get him now. If yeah. you want him, you can have him too, but you have to have him the exact same way that I have right, him. Right, right. You got to do the one, two, three, pray with me. You've you know, got to be in 16, church. 1611 haircut, 16, 11. KJV. <laughs> you like, got to be have in have... church three times a week. Yep. Guys can't be wearing shorts. Ladies, you know, you got to, you know, if your slit's too long, you got to pin that shit up. Like, right, right, right. there's all these rules and regulations. And again, that comes from what? An angry God. Exactly. You know, and, and here's a good subject about it. Let yeah. me show you just how crazy it is out there, right? So, 
Um, Jack Scott, I think, preached the message about my th father's toolbox. Oh, okay. Never mind. Polished <laughs> chef. Mine is well polished. Stop. <laughs> we may have to edit this podcast. No, that shit's funny. So my father... I don't, here, he mentioned this to me the other day. I don't remember my father's toolbox. You're no, refresh no, my so my father's toolbox, I remember, mm -hmm. like, he's like, he's talking about what's in God's okay, father's toolbox, toolbox yeah. right? And his hat, his dad, who, yeah. Jack Scott's God yeah. at that point, yeah. which I re honestly, I just want to throw this out there. Mm -hmm. I'm not so much upset with Jack Scott. Like, I know he messed up. He did jacked up shit. Right. But it's the system, guys. Like, you got to see the system that's going to produce it. I do have a problem with Jack Scott because he didn't stand up and be a man and yep. say, dude, this is jacked up, right? Yep. And so Fun I have intended. a huge problem yep. with that. Mm -hmm. And, and dude, I'm not saying support. No, no, no. I, 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 I get it. I get it. But it's the system, and that's what it does. So anyway, the father's toolbox, he's like, my but God. But let me make an important distinction. Sorry, I want to hear, I want to hear what Chad was saying. This is not an argument. It's just yeah. the system is abs he is absolutely a product of the system. Of course. But and he owned in, it. Exactly. Like, and my, yeah. and my, and what I, I'm hearing John say is like, he's a product of the system, but John's not saying, you're not coming from it saying like, but it's not his fault. No, it's his fault. No, he, no, he no, no. It's choices. his fault. I've done jacked up shit because yeah. of the system. Right, exactly. Like, dude. I just want to make that distinction because I know of where course. you're at. I want to make it crystal dude. fucking clear. And <laughs> if you say that I'm a pussyfoot and Baptist, whatever, <laughs> that came from the pinko fag that's in jail, right? So anyway, that's in the sermon, so it's, it's okay. A of, I you borrowed are it. 100% like, quoting quotation. Right now. <laughs> Who in the hell are you? You know what I mean? That's pretty good. Do you remember that? Were Tell you there? I know, Scott, I know. Who the hell are you? That's so great. Motherfucker. Well, yep, were you're you, right. The devil knows you. You're on his list. Do you? Were you there? Did I was there. Yeah, oh I owned that shit. We were both there. Like, like hell? That's like, amazing. you just said you hell? just said hell. And then do you remember there was a there was a long pause? After he did that, there was like a solid pause. And we were all just kind of like, Oh, we say that. We didn't know you were going to say like from the goddamn But it was great because you know what? Since he said that, then we all started swearing. We could all say hell. It's like, dude. Dude, after that day, everyone wanted to know who the, who in the hell you were. Yeah. <laughs> Which, what was that division? Was it division two? Like, I don't remember. But there was one division that was totally effed up. But they would swear all the time. The guy's in prison all too. The but anyway, we don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah, it because yeah. he did some jacked up shit. But whatever. <laughs> Sharing is caring, I guess. Oh, my fucking voice. <laughs> Sorry, Stu. Like, <laughs> That's great. Did anyway, you have a point where you were on something? No, I feel like no, you weren't. I, no, I really I did have a point. You. <laughs> I was like, stop, I know. <laughs> I was like, no, who in the hell are you? That's really not bad, guys. If you go back and find the clip, it's not, oh, it's it's not off. But, dude, do you remember the voice? And, and before oh, us, yeah. I'm not oh, sure yeah. if you know this, but before us, it was all about Scott or Hiles Cough. Like, people used to oh, mock yeah. his cough you, well, you to know, the point you can still listen to pastors that still have bro, that fucking cough. Bro, uh, there's a... There's the a, bottle cap glasses? Look, yeah, Alan Domley, I'll just say yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, He sounds exact... Bro, I watched... <coughs> <coughs> I, uh, I yeah. saw... Like, dude, that guy... But I'm a Scotty, so I'm like, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. I know! <laughs> dude, that guy, I watched a video of him preaching here one city away, like a few months ago. You watched it? Still, yeah, I know. Still sounds just like Jack Hiles. Not just that. Do you remember like the tapestry tie style ties yes. that he would wear? Yes, the ones with the borders. Yes, like bro, who wore that shit? He's I didn't. still wearing them. <laughs> like, I'm like so dude, outdated. You it's have like grandma's to stop. Dude, you have to stop. 
Jack has Paisley been dead for is a where long it's at. Time. Yeah, stars. fuck. You yeah. can't mix. Yeah. For me, anyway, that's side note. <laughs> yeah, Paisley. Paisley's where it's at. Yeah, no. Paisley's great. So. <laughs> rack back. That used to be the spot. Back rack. Back rack. Yeah. Jesus rack Christ. Back. Carl, I thought I was my drunk. My <laughs> Rack back. Dude, I'm not I drunk. Have a back it's rack just time. that I don't know. Like, dude, I learned <laughs> all this stuff while I was there. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know. Like, I wasn't you. you I wasn't well God's us, chosen. You might as well call Jew. us man anchors. Shit. Dude, I'll never forget Anchorman. <laughs> That's how you know I'm so. I can't believe you remembered it. Anyway, so. Yeah, um, sorry. Go ahead. So, yeah, that was a huge thing for me. Yeah. Like, here's these homeschool kids. And, dude. Well, the we're thing so, is, is we're they so were oblivious. doing yeah. what they thought was right. Yes, right? we did. And what was hard for me to sit there and watch is they were being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Like, I have very good friends that were so sucked into it. Yep. And I feel like the bus ministry was more like the brainless ministry. Absolutely. Because they pumped it up as good. Yep. But, like, there was other when ministries, like the sailor ministries yeah, and all this stuff. It was legit. But there were tactics. two people and... would preach, and they would, like, bash these other... They're like, oh, you're a sissy. Like, don't date your girlfriend on Sundays <laughs> and Saturdays. I'm like, fine, I won't. Okay. You caught me, sir. <laughs> That's what's actually sad. Like that kind of affected my relationship. Yeah, but anyway, for sure it will. So yeah, like that whole fear of God thing and where it was at for me. Like that was actually the changing point for me, is because um, I left Hiles Anderson College. I went to Harvest Baptist Church, which um, was a fascinating ministry as in itself too. But um, anyway, so I went there. Um, I totally made a mistake. I got my. Uh, my girlfriend, not even my girlfriend, like, yeah. I got some girl pregnant, right. and um, <laughs> nothing against her at yep. all, like, um, I mean, I was kind of the driver in the seat, I'm like, right. you know, I'm a dude, like, I'm responsible, like, mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with the opposite gender, Right. I made the decision, right, and so, um, and we came from different upbringings, because she'd never been to church at all, gotcha. right, and so she was just sold on the vision of, this is a, a free ministry. You can go to college for free, right? Now, how oh, really? It's like, dude, I was paying eight sixty a month. We were, we were, yeah. I'll go to the free ministry because yeah. one of the one of the things that was always really hard for me as as a youngster. <laughs> no, try as, that again. <laughs> anyway, something that was always different for me. Ankle biter. That's what we call them in Australia. <laughs> no, when I was. When I was younger, was and, and even still now, it's like... It's just the way you enunciate that. Youngster. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I was thinking of Sally there. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had him. Call my leg have a ball. <laughs> he was so jacked up. He was funny fucked up, dude. <laughs> anyway, no, so... So what always bothered me is I always had a desire to, like, help people, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, is... Um, is it was taken advantage of completely, you know? And you so, will. so Especially anyway. Especially that mindset you're going to get taken advantage of. Yeah, totally. And so, um, and once again, it's the system. It's what the system breeds. So <laughs> here's my wife, or yep. I didn't know she was my wife. Yep. I just slept with her. And right. it's like, well, oh, anyway. No. So now I slept with wife. her. Like, I, so now she's pregnant. Right. Now you have to marry her. Yeah, no, don't you understand That's how it works? Yeah, like, I didn't know, <laughs> but, like, I know that God's going to, once again, out of fear, Judge you, yeah. he's going to jack up my life. Yeah. Like, this you're is my burden to bear at this now. point, yeah. right? And so, um, I really want to hit on this topic yeah. um, because of the fact of um, my ex-wife, um, which is a fabulous mom. Like, I don't have problems. We see things differently. That's fine. That's normal. But she came from a home 
that was completely different than mine. Right. And she didn't understand fundamentalism, right. right? And so now she's into this. Now it's like, wait, so she's, she's pregnant? fully dragged in now. Yeah. Now she's wow. pregnant. Now she's like, a, I impregnated her into right. fundamentalism. Yeah. Like, this is jacked up. Yeah. So now we have to get married because she's pregnant and her parents can't be there. Let me, uh, sorry, go ahead. She now. can't wear a white dress. Right. Like, she can't do anything. She's not pure. She's like, crap. It's crazy. I want to interject. Sorry, because I yeah, feel like, I, I hope, I want people that are watching, I, I, my goal is to reach people, is to reach everyone, right? Like, I want people to know that this shit, not just, it's happened to you. It's right. fucked up. But it's still happening to people. Yeah, this isn't day. just. This isn't just, like, an isolated instance. This is still happening. And if you're... Don't have an IF if you don't have an IFB background or if you don't have a, a cultish or religious background. I still want people to know like this is still happening. It's still crazy, and I want to kind of make a talk to a couple points that you said that some people might not understand. My goal is no, to reach definitely. as many people as I can with this. So if he's saying something and you're just like, wait, 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 hold on, what the fuck? Back up. I'm with you right now. I'm gonna back it up and we're gonna run through it a little bit. That was yeah, good. good. That was the abbreviated version, but I want to kind of break it down a little bit. So getting pregnant outside of wedlock while I, again, that goes back to the, I think, I wasn't around in the 50s, but I feel like that goes back to the 50s kind of mindset, like, look, you got pregnant, so you guys need to get married yeah. real quick, okay? And so I'm not saying that doesn't still permeate our society in some places, especially back home in the Midwest kind of area. Like, I think that's still a thing, not just a religious or cultish thing. I think that is a, almost a Midwest kind of thing. So we took a little break, we're back, and um, I wanted to kind of speak to the almost a process that John's talking about, which is getting pregnant out of wedlock, um, which is, I understand it's not just um, a, a, an IFB thing or fundamentalist or cult or even a religious thing that it's a, it's a stigma or an issue or a problem. I do think that it is a cultural thing. It's, yeah, it's permeated our society. It's not just, it's not just us that have a problem with it exactly. you know, or what we were. So I'm not trying to say like that's, it's, it's something specific to us, but it's something that is, Really, really, like, like I would say, culture doesn't think it's the best thing in the world, but in the subculture of the IFB and many cults, it's really kind of the end of the world. So you need to world. get married quick. And again, so nobody knows, but they don't tell you that it's so nobody knows. Exactly. But exactly. it kind of is, and it's well. An here's, here's the thing: you, you think about so, so, so the marriage itself is, it's a quick marriage. You are not allowed to get have a church wedding, so to speak. No you, church wedding, no white dress. No white dress, no church wedding, none of the things no that you... No family. Yeah, it's just you go to the pastor's office, you sign the certificate, he does the vows, and that's it. That's your whole yeah. marriage. Look, I, I have my own thoughts and opinions on marriage. They don't belong in here right now, but your first, and you know, your, your marriage, that's, especially for girls, like that's a big deal. Yeah. Like that's exciting. Well, especially in IFB, honestly. Yeah. They pumped it up more oh, than yeah. what it was supposed to more do. Than I don't know if you remember from when we were kids, but we literally went to um, a youth conference where it's like, so you think you're prepared to be married? And I remember, um, who's the youth pastor of First Baptist? He was youth Ed, pastor for years. Mr. Ed. Eddie Lupina. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that name? You said it now. So, Edward. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. Ed Norton. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. The narrator. They went down and they broke down a wedding and it was like 20 grand. Yeah. That it was supposed yeah. to be. Mm -hmm. Dude, I just got they married. Epic wedding ever. Yeah. Like pool party. Like it was bit. fabulous time. Dude, we did not spend 20 grand. Yeah. But it, it was about elite status. But it right. was all about the wedding. But but that's what I'm getting at. Is like, like, 
ladies who have been in it or have never been in it, like you need to understand, like that's fucked up. That's wrong for someone to say like, well, you acted how do you, however you want to put it. You acted on your urges. You did whatever you, you wanted to do. You had sex and you're going to have a child. And so now because of the natural course of being a human, yeah. you're not allowed to have the wedding you always wanted. And look, I don't intend to be sexist by this at all. But I feel like in many cases, the wedding day is for the bride. I'm not talking about my no, wedding totally is. or anyone else's wedding. I'm just saying it's for her. And so now you've decided. Totally devastated. Yeah, and now you've decided that because she got pregnant before she got married, she doesn't deserve that? No, that's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. So what the process that he's talking about, I just want to kind of run through that and just say, look, they did the normal human thing. Yeah. And they ha were going to have a child, but they weren't married yet. And so because the 1950s stigma has, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It has just permeated your, li your lives life, yeah. so much, you've got to get married. It's an emergency. Really, it's an emergency wedding. Yeah. That's what you had. And even on that note, too, which, of course, my ex-wife had no clue of, right, mm -hmm. is in IFB, like, women have one role. And that's to remain pure until you're married. Okay. Right, and then once you're married, what do they do? They just have it's kids. Two, it's two they roles. Serve you, yeah. It's, like, it's you make food and babies. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. You don't go get a job. You don't really even technically, even though they actually do rear the children, because hubby's gone all day serving Jesus. Oh yeah. You of don't course. actually rear the children because he gets all the credit for it. You don't rear the children. You don't get a job. You don't. You're not. You're not there to do anything but support your husband's needs. It needs. Yeah. And you're to make babies. And food, and that is fucked up beyond all reason. Oh, of course. It's but of course, hard. in my ex-wife's um, life, so she was in an IFB church mm -hmm. for about three months, right? So she didn't even know the end result. <sighs> but I knew the end result, right, right? Right, So now I'm like, well, dude, I can... This is what's crazy. Like, this is like... I haven't even talked to you about this. This is what's crazy. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> no. Because, like, now i got to marry this chick. She's pregnant. Yeah. Dude, I filled that spot so easily. Hmm. Like, I was just like, oh, I can love her, I can love anybody. Why? Because I was a machine, yep. I was programmed, this mm -hmm. is the will of God, this right. is what you do, I'm not going to be right. blessed if I don't. Well, I kind of rem remember that, uh, that narrative of you you get her pregnant before the wedding. So 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 we talked about the will of God earlier. It's this mysterious, yeah. crazy, like hard to find thing, and of course. Man, if you find it, it's amazing, but... If you I didn't it, have to stress over it. Right. Isn't that a, isn't that a, isn't that such a, a relief? Isn't that such a strange construct though? Yeah. Your whole life up until this point it's been it's been mysterious and it has to be without sin and a pure kind of thing. And then suddenly you do one of the most impure things you can do in that religion and she becomes the will of God for your life. Yeah. What and I'm not saying anything against her or any woman at all. I'm no, just no, saying no, 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 no. what the fuck is that? Exactly. And it's That's jacked up. Crazy. You know what? It's interesting you bring up that subject because I remember in college, like I was talking to my dad on the phone mm -hmm. and my dad's like, dude, you don't have to you don't have to marry her, you don't have to do that yeah, stuff. Yeah. He wasn't disrespecting my ass wife. He no, was no, just no. like from a real logical perspective, he's like, you, you guys can, don't know each other. You can like, have how are a, you going to do yeah, this? Yeah. Right? Like, what are you going to do? And I'm sitting there telling him, dude, I have the peace of God. Like, nobody's ever told me, right? But all of a sudden, my decision-making process got easy. Yeah. I didn't even realize that until you were talking. It's true, but I... Because I, I was I've like, had dude, the peace of God just happened, right? She has no idea what the right. hell's going on. Right. And now she's marrying fundamental John. Yep. Jack Scott Jr., like, but I've John, had... I know. Stop. <laughs>
it's there. interesting to say like that whole process is suddenly that's the will of God. And the reason I remember that so vividly is because I had that conversation with myself many times when I was dating. And I yeah. thought, oh man, it'd just be what, if, what if, yeah, no, not just it'd be oh. easier. What if, yeah, no, what, what if I, if I knocked her off? Yeah. Then, then it's so it is so much easier because now suddenly that's the will of God and everything's okay. Like, again, I'm not saying that it's not okay to get pregnant before you're married. Do what you're gonna do. But the point that I want to make is, how can you tell me my whole life from an infant that the will of God is difficult to find and it's something oh, yeah, that's, that's very, yeah, that's really very right. intricate, and then all of a sudden, we by know. this act of quote unquote sinfulness, she suddenly becomes a will of God for your life. Man, I should I'm, sin more. <laughs> it's so easier. So much easier. Dude. But again, just think about the paradox there. No, it's crazy. Righteousness and godliness, and finally you found the will of God, like through all this hard work and dedication and staying pure and not having sex and not holding your hands so until the wedding, the day before the wedding, and, yeah. and, and, and you did everything just right, and you found the will of God. Or you could just knock her out. Yeah, no, exactly. Tell me how that. And, and the thing is, and even where I got in that position, right, mm -hmm. was I thought I met the will of God, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so I was there, and then it got ripped off. It wasn't the will of God yep. anymore. Break up, right? But I'm like, dude, I've been celibate my whole life, right? Like, I gotta work this out now. <laughs> That's what she said. I'm not kidding. Like, I'm just talking. I'm just being yeah. real. No, right now. 100. And, um, and and actually, it is sad because. Here is my ex-wife that was never yeah. in that scenario. Wasn't exposed to which, that bullshit. Which, fine, I can get angry, I can get upset, mm -hmm. but we are on total different paradigms, yeah. right? Like, it was so bad. Like, I just want you guys to understand, like, how crazy this is, is in the first week of marriage, I end up in the emergency room because my wife has asthma and I don't know it and she's unconscious. They're asking me what her birthday is. I don't even know it. Well, <laughs> that's my wife oh, right like this is what you live for supposedly yeah, yeah and i don't even know wow and then and then dude you want to go to counseling after that crap and oh like, of course john you need to love your wife like christ loves the church right mm -hmm. like he was beaten he on himself for he it. was spit on he was all that crap and i was like dude i thought jesus died so we could have liberty <laughs> Like, I thought I was supposed to live life and more abundantly, right. not like, get the shit get beat slain. out of me. Yeah. And, and it, it's not like that she was, but if you could you understand. You get laid, not it, slain. It, dude, if you're a girl out there and you don't know anything about church, like, you would think I was crazy. Absolutely nuts, dude. And of course, that's, that's a byproduct of it. Yeah. And so, once again, it's sad because it's like, once again, being on the Gentile side of things. Yep. I was trying to do everything I knew mm -hmm. how because I didn't want these lightning bolts to rain down on yeah, me, right? God is angry. And and I did feel that peace, yep. right? But that was fake peace because it was like... Fabricated. It was peace because I didn't have to make a decision. Right. I didn't have to worry. It's it done. was decided for it's me. It's done, yeah. And the sad part is is that my ex-wife actually had to live that, which I didn't even right. realize until now, right? Yeah. It's tough. So, yeah. So I think... Um, I don't know what all we're going to get into in different, in different points, but I feel like we are going to have John on the podcast again at some point. Um, I'm not trying to cut you short. Oh, dude, you're fine. <laughs> this is so much. But we've got we've got into a lot of things tonight, and so I want to – I am going to wrap this up here in a little bit, but I want to, I want to thank you again for coming on. Um, yeah. And, man, like such good stuff. So I want to – I think I've shared this before or, or however these podcasts stack up. I know I've said this before because I've seen it on, on YouTube when I watch them back. We always write down 
um, we always write down some. I always write down some subjects. Like, okay, here's what we're right. gonna talk about. Three, three or four subjects. I don't know if we got to them all tonight. We got to one, and it we, was good. We got it was to hot. one, right? We didn't even conclude. But what I love is when I have someone on that we can just we can go and we can talk and things flow and um, our conversation is at least to us. If it's enjoyable to you, great. But I, it was enjoyable to me and John. So um, I'm super grateful you guys tuned in. Super grateful you checked it out. And um, we we went a lot of different directions. So I feel like if you're still watching after an hour and 30 minutes or so, it, then you probably have some kind of, or have previously had some kind of connection to the IFB. Right. So I want to I want to take a couple minutes to talk to you and tell you whether you're currently connected or have previously been connected. Um, John can speak to this better than me, but if there, I don't know what I believe about God or if there is one. But if there is one, how is he going to be this angry motherfucker? I just don't get. I don't get that, and yeah. I never will. And um, I've had recently, uh, and again, I don't know exactly when this podcast airs, but I've recently have people reach had people reach out to me to let me know either that they're still in the IFB or they're they're trying to transition out. And the one thing I want to get across to you guys is that um, it doesn't have to be the way that it is. Yeah, no, totally. And God's not, and, and, and again, like I said, if there is a God, and I know that kind of ruins my argument, I get it. But if there is one, he's not this angry guy. Of course not. Ready to fucking murk you. Like, that's not, I'm sorry, but that just doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. And so, um, man, I usually have more to say to wrap this up. No, but I mean, too, like, the, the other thing, too, is, like, if you are a part of it, right, and you mm -hmm. have questions, it's the system that's bad. Like, dude, it's not the people. They they sit there and tell you they tell you you reap what you sow. Yeah. But it's like, dude, if you keep sowing shit, like reap That's something differently. Reap. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, come exactly. on. Or sow something differently. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I get. It. I get Sorry. it. Sorry. But you know, it, and um, that's the sad part. Like everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's where they're at, and it's perfect. That's where what I wanted to at. say. Yeah. They're exactly. perfect where they're at. I love that's perfect. You don't need to worry about where you're at. Like, dude, I'm telling you what. If if I. If I sent my son to go die for mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm. I'm not going to make you jump through a thousand hoops for it. No. Right? I'm not going to sit there and strike you down with lightning. Right. I'm sorry if that's too logical for some of you guys that are trying <laughs> to recruit people into your church by rules and regulations. Sorry. <laughs> but it just doesn't make sense. But like, I, I like what you said, John, about being on our journey. And I think I've had, I've encountered judgment. Clearly, if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you've seen it. <laughs> I've encountered judgment. I've encountered, and this, this isn't about me. This is about me bringing this information to you. But I've encountered judgment, and I've encountered all kinds of fun stuff on this journey. Right. But what John said is super important. We're all on our own journey. And uh, we talked about it earlier. I remember this now. I'm glad you brought that back around because I want to talk about that. Yeah. And I'll be brief. But this is my opinion. This is my perspective. You have your opinion, you have your opinion, you have your perspective, you have your perspective. And it's beautiful. And I love that we can all be fucking different. And I don't know the quote, and I feel like it's partially from Neil deGrasse Tyson, but like, what makes us all the same is what makes us all different. And it's exactly. fucking amazing. And we're all on our own journey. Mm. Okay, whether you believe in God, whether you think we're all stardust that's like hurtling through a rock in space, whatever you believe, you're still on a journey from birth to death. And your journey, this is again, my pers my opinion, I almost said my 
my, I don't know what else. Your podcast? My, this is your podcast. This is my, my perspiration. Anchor man, this my, is your anchor right now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I was on a good one, and now I ruined it with the middle finger. So, truth is truth. Like, truth is truth. Yes. You're, and you're going to find it if you search for it. Exactly. And your journey is your journey. So this is my, again, this is my, pers- this is my perspective, this is my opinion. You're on your journey. If you don't like where you're at on your journey, in my opinion, it's for one of two reasons. One, it's because really you're not where you need to be at. So you need to, you need to figure out how, what you need to do to get to the next thing. Yeah. Or you don't realize you're on a journey. If you're not happy with where you're, this is, again, there's other variables and other reasons, I'm sure, but this is my idea, this is my opinion, okay? You're not where you need to be, so you need to figure out what you need to do to get where you want to be or where you're going to be happy, or you just haven't come to the realization yet that this is a journey. This isn't an overnight thing. This is something where you got to feel out every fucking day. You don't know, look, heaven, hell, eternity, or, or the lack thereof, you don't know what is it? I don't know who holds tomorrow. Like you don't know. No, of course. You don't know about tomorrow. You don't know about tonight. You don't know. Like there's a, a, a I won't say a name, and it's not anything to be mean, but like a someone that we went to school with one of their relatives. Um, he's a, he's a pastor, and he um, I love him. I think he's a great guy, uh, and it's nothing. This isn't. I'm not trying to get deep or say anything against him, but like he, I think him and his wife. I feel like they went to the gym or went for a walk or something. Uh, he went to take a shower. She lay down on the couch, and they weren't in the age where this happens. He came back, and she was just laying on the couch, and she was gone. Mm. She was gone. And I'm not trying to make this a crazy personal illustration or something. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we don't know. You don't know if you got tomorrow, and you sure as fuck don't have yesterday. We're recording this podcast right now. This is all I've got. This is it. I've yeah. got right now. Okay? So enjoy your journey in the moment. Man, do whatever you can to make yourself enjoy, like, here and now and the present and just fucking be all in it i love yeah and you're an individual that's the difference yeah is like the beauty of diversity which of course a lot of people have a problem with because you think for yourself is diversity that's how we all learn in the Mm -hmm. church setting they talk about the body of christ in ifb you're not allowed to be a body no you all have to be the fucking legs driving the machine right you (laughs) can't be you can't be different yeah and and to me too the the other thing is is if you have truth and it's really real to you, then you can Live talk it. to anybody it. about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, I'm not defensive about it. There's no inhibitions. Who cares? Like, yeah. dude, I know what it is. It works for me. That's fine. And I think in a lot own of it. cases, if you have that, yeah, own it. And if you have that truth inside you or you know what your truth is, you don't feel the need to every, every person you meet, you have to shove it down their throat. No, no it's, it's relationships, your truth. You're happy with it and you're fine with it. If someone wants to hear about it, you can volunteer that information. But you're not running about the city, knocking on doors, leaving gospel tracts exactly. on people's doors the, to let them know. Yeah, and on that note, too, it's yeah. like, dude, Jesus had 12. If you're still wrapped up in it, Jesus had 12. Mm-hmm. That's it. That he didn't whole, have 25,000. I don't know where that 25,000 number was, came from. <laughs> that was Jack. What was that quote? <laughs> Can you remember it? Was it John Lennon? It was something he told me the other day. Something about... Oh, like, John, John Lennon, yeah. John Lennon is one of the most scrutinized... Um, classic rock artists of this day. Yeah. And they say it's because he demeaned Jesus. He didn't yeah. demean Jesus. He's like, Jesus, I don't have a problem with. It's his disciples that I have a problem with, right? And that's it's the, so that's the deal. It's like, it's dude, so if you're a disciple of Jesus, then fine. Follow his principles. Right. His principles are good. Yeah. It's you that's the problem. You're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Go and send no more. <laughs> there you go. That is a perfect way to close this shit out. So that was the bit I wanted to say about being on your journey. I really wanted you to bring up that quote from John. John, I wanted you to bring I up love John's John. quote. <laughs> he was a bad father, but imagine this epic. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, as always, uh, thank you guys for sticking around this whole time. Super, super grateful, as I said before, for each and every one of you. Um, feel free. I don't always respond to YouTube comments. We don't always, but definitely uh, Facebook and um, find us anywhere. You know that uh, if you have iTunes or Stitcher, we're on there as well. Again, thank you so much for checking out this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Uh, we do a lot of work to make sure that this is something that you can enjoy and that you can appreciate. And if you don't enjoy it or you don't appreciate it, I'll give you a hug. John will give you a hug. Yeah, and I will. Really, you, you should just belly. not get in my belly. Get in John's belly. You should just not subscribe if you don't like it. Anyways, I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. <laughs>